It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? All right, folks, you all know what time it is. It's time for feedback. Time for feedback. (laughs) Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. I can hear you. Max, good to see you. Great to see you. Brother Bob, how are we doing? We are doing good after uh, about 30 minutes of scrambling around, not having internet in the office, not having cameras up and going. So we finally got it going. Well, I told you that uh, George is going to do the show here, George Gerben. Okay. And he told me one time, he said, if it was easy, it wouldn't be fun. Well, Yeah. If it was easy, everyone would do it. <laughs> hey, man, um, <laughs> I'm going to spring something on you guys. I'm going to do a new segment called Get Off My Lawn. And uh, Really? Yeah, Get Off My Lawn. I got I got two things. You're kind of doing the Clint Eastwood thing? Yeah, get off my hairy, you know, to get off my hairy chest. We get off my lawn. Okay. Um, can we just stop, just stop it with the... Uh, kickoffs in the NFL, just put it on the 20-yard line. Every single, no one's running them back anymore. It's a waste of time. It's got to be for some television timeout stuff because I watched all the games, and I, I, I didn't see one kickoff return. Did you guys? The one the Cowboys had with Turbin, he took it to the, uh, was it 38-yard line? Okay. Well, I mean, in, but, the, the only reason that I would keep maybe keep it, i say maybe, um, for momentum, because if if you get a good kickoff that passes the fifty yard line, it does turn on the momentum for for a team that's needs to come from behind. Other than that, put it on the twenty five yard line. Yeah, because it just seems like every single game, um, they're just not running back to kickoffs. Well, I mean, I will tell you if if I look at the stat line for it, we do have. One kickoff return for a touchdown, uh, Devin DuVernay. Oh, uh, DuVernay from UT. Yeah. Baltimore. Ravens? Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. love to see the percentage of kicks that are actually returned in the NFL. It's got to be 20%. So so what's, your, so, so what's your get off the lawn basis for your hate and angst and just grr? Because no one returns kicks anymore. You may see one out of every seven or eight that are returned. It's just, you know. Well, they're, I mean, they're. Through. They, they, they moved it up a couple of years ago to prevent injuries, which is fine. Just like they're doing in the Pro Bowl now. Just put a hanky in their back pocket and let them play, play flag football that Pro Bowl weekend. Same yeah. with the kickoffs. Just put it on the 25-yard line. Let's go. I mean, I thought. I think there's still some drama around it. I think they've done everything they can. The problem is, is you institute a rule and NFL coaching staffs are not stupid people. As much as fans like to think they could do the coaching staff's job better than the coaching staff, they're really smart people. They figured out how to game that system. You either kick it out of the back of the end zone or you loft it up with like an 8,000 hour hang time and put it at the 10 yard line. But if we go back to our childhood watching, uh, these guys, you know, Billy White shoes, Johnson, and some of these guys, that was an exciting part of the football game. This guy had like seven, eight return kickoffs in a year. You're not going to see that ever again. Well, maybe they should tweak it a little bit, just like baseball is going to tweak their um, sport. You talk about uh, it doesn't 
Well, what if you do this? Let's say on average there's four kickoffs in every game, just on average. Let's say that the kicker kicks into the end zone or out of the end zone, right? Well, if there's four that don't get returned or even caught or touched, well, let's give them, give the, that kicking team, give them two points. So that way it's more an incentive to get the other team to say, you know what, we need to start running these things back. Yeah. Well, if let's say the other team catches every single one of them and, and, and actually attempts a run, but they don't get past the 50 yard line. Well, let's give them a point for catching every single one of them. Just kind of tweak it a little bit and maybe they need to stop, uh, so much air in the ball. Let, let me ask you, let me ask Yeah, Well, yeah, Tom Brady would like that. He does love his soft balls. That's our, that's our obligatory Tom Brady reference for the day. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get back to him. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to give you uh, a trivia question here in 2022. So far, I'm going to set the over under for kick return average yards on a kick return. I'm going to set the over under at 17 and a half. You want to take the over or the under for the top 24. What's the lowest average? Okay. And I'm okay with the average. It's probably, they're probably averaging about 18 to 20. You're actually very, very close. The the 24th ranked uh, kick returner is Gary Brightwell. He's averaging 20 and a half yards per return. And then we have Devin with 64. He's had two returns, but a lot of these are in the mid twenties. But I think, I think my biggest beef is that's what his average is. But for every 10 kicks kick to him, he's probably returning two of them. Yeah. You're just retired. You have way too much time on your hands to figure out stuff you're mad about. Well, I'm mad about something else, too. <laughs> One more thing. Get off my lawn. Okay, get off Get off his lawn, get part on. due. Yeah. The other one is, uh, okay, uh, close your eyes, and it's 1978. And the announcer, this is with the game on the line. And Kenny Stabler goes to the back. He checks off. He's got Isaac Curtis down the sideline. To the 30, the 20, the 10, and touchdown, and the Bengals win the game. Win the game with 30 seconds left. Now, to now, that's the old NFL announcer. Here's today. Okay. All right, folks, it's 14 15, uh, first quarter. Hand off to Ezekiel Elliott. First play of the game. He breaks two tackles. He just got seven yards. First down. Cowboys! Well, stop watching the Cowboys broadcast. <laughs> That's everyone. Uh, the over-exuberant announcer on every single stupid touchdown and first down. I'll come Does with... Does anyone find that annoying? I'll, I'll come with you on the get-off-my-lawn on this one, but not for the reason you're doing it. Okay. The announcers are doing it because of eyeballs... And because of the current watching generation and the current watching generation has been polluted by fantasy football. So all they care about are their fantasy football stats. And then they have the attention span of a gnat. That's true. And it's amazing how many times I sit in a sports bar and watch football. And they also worried about is one guy. And it's, I tried to do that fantasy, but it wasn't any fun for me because I was more watching one guy than watching the freaking game. Well, I sucked at it because I picked all 49ers. <laughs> well, that's been your first mistake. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, that was a horrible game. But we'll get to that. So let's do a uh, around the NFL. I had a few takes. Um, I don't think it's a good thing for the Raiders when they're having a players-only meeting three games into the season. Did you all see that? 
I heard about that. Yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. So anytime you got a players only meeting and you're three games deep and this, uh, who's their coach again, Josh, uh, Oh, McDaniels. McDaniels. Can that guy go anywhere and win, or is he going to ride Belichick's coattails forever? Name me one Belichick assistant coach that has had any success, and Mike Vrabel doesn't count because he was a player. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's the only one. Yeah, and, and part of that is uh, lining up with uh, Bill Belichick, what he had in that conference number one, you know, he had a he did play in the week conference and he had a great quarterback. You take that away, look what they've done. Nothing. Those co- those uh, coaches for Belichick, they're not able to survive on their own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Staying out there in that division, um, the 49ers, Garoppolo had his Well, other over. conference, but well, on the West Coast. West Coast, left coast. Uh, Garoppolo had his rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Don't. Don't you see, see, this is, this is what I hate about you. Jimmy G haters. <laughs> Don't put this on Jimmy G shoulders. First of all, that was an ugly game. I picked him to cover. First of all, that was an ugly game. That can we, can good. we all agree? That was an ugly game. That was a baseball score. They lost that game, not because of Jimmy G, but because of a fumble with yeah. a minute Oh five to go. And also because of Jimmy G. Okay. Now I'm teasing. <laughs> but that was an ugly game. But I got them. Uh, I'm going to stick with Jimmy G and they beat Denver. This week. I think it's Denver they play. No, they play the Rams on Monday night. Oh, the yeah, Rams? They play Monday night. They lost to the Broncos. That's right. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I mean, uh, 49ers. Okay. Guess who's leading the NFL in completion percentage so far this year? Lamar? Take a wild guess. Uh, Cooper Cup? No, uh, quarterback. Quarterback completion. Oh, quarterback. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, quarterback completions. Huh. I would say Lamar or Tua. Then you Gina, got me. Geno Smith, Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> he doesn't throw the ball. <laughs> I didn't know that. See what happens when you leave the Jets 10 years ago? Well. <laughs> things can happen. So he's having success in Seattle, and Russell Wilson looks like a fat, blubbering, over-the-hill quarterback in Denver. You know, I was thinking that. Does that, does that put Pete Carroll more in a position where he can put his players in a position to win, you know, just play to their strengths. And did Pete Carroll have anything to do with the success of these two quarterbacks? I think so. He's the, he's the Zen master of the NFL. I mean, as long as he doesn't have to follow NCAA rules, he's a pretty successful coach. Good one. <laughs> we need a, we need one of those drums, you know, do you have the drum effect? I have the tablet, but I also have the, that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in the NFL surprise you guys this week? Uh, the whole controversy about Tua and Tua on and his back and the concussion. It looks like he's questionable for tonight. I know we'll get to that game as we get into our picks. Let me tell you something about the NFL. If they have you as questionable, you're playing. I'll never get suckered into that one. And what what the heck is going on with the Los Angeles Chargers to put a guy out there with broken rib cartilage in a game that they lose big and they still have him in at the end of the game. Yeah, that was strange. This is this is the team that's getting sued, the team doctor getting sued by Tyrod Taylor yeah. for puncturing his lung. Yeah. <laughs> and I need, I need him to do well because he is my uh, starting fantasy quarterback. But the, the second part to, to Bob's question was knowing that they play the Texans this week, uh, that's something that they should have maybe controlled a little bit more and 
not put the guys in, in not to put the quarterback in harm's way. He is your franchise player. Yeah. You know, speaking of the Texans, they're, I think they're 0-3 or 0-2-1, but they should have never, yeah. never fired that coach after one season. They just never gave him a chance. That's that's one of my problems. You, you want to talk about get off the lawn moments? It's like no loyalty to your coach. It's you either win right now or, or we're, we're moving on. Urban Meyer, notwithstanding with the lap dance, he deserved yeah. to be gone. But <laughs> yeah. and, and Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence looks like, you know, the second coming of the Messiah. No Upset kidding. of the week right there, going to play against Philly, his old team. That's that's going to be a really good game. I'm looking forward to that game. That's going to be a good game. Philly's really looking good. Oh, yeah. They stuck with uh, Hertz, and, and he's proven them. He's proven everybody that he's actually a legitimate quarterback. Yeah. I. And we'll, it, and so, we'll, we'll get to this week's pick, but I, I came back a little bit. Now we're tied at six and four. Um, you didn't have Dallas. No, I didn't have Dallas. Again, that was a game that the the Giants should have won. I'm sorry. Your receiver can't trip on the last play of the game. <laughs> and, but you did get me out of a pizza because uh, Zeke, well, Pollard and Zeke ran all over the Giants, but Zeke had 72 yards and Saquon had 82. Yeah. You beat me by seven Baby. yards. But you said Saquon would top both Pollard <laughs> and Z. Yeah. And actually, they got run over. Oh, my God. Ran yeah. over, run over, God. whatever the... Dallas defense showed up. I mean, so much that I, I almost felt bad for the Giants. Here's, here's another uh, NFL uh, head scratcher. Who's leading the league this year in quarterback pressures? What team? Oh, it's probably the Cowboys. The Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they lost Gregory and some others, but I think they've got like... Uh, can't remember the total, but I saw that stat the other day. Then and, and that was this and that was a secret to beating your Bengals was putting pressure on Burroughs with that offensive line that I still don't understand how that front office got that offensive line wrong. There's no protection. Well, we're well, gonna talk about that later in our picks, but uh it's it's gonna be a long night for Mr. Burroughs again, I think. Um Baseball. Going back to your stats real quick. I'm sorry not to no, cut you no, off. Uh, with the Cowboys this week, who are, they, who are they playing this week? Cowboys are playing Washington, Washington at home. <laughs> who's gotten sacked this? Uh, who's gotten sacked more than anybody else this year? Carson Wentz. Yeah. So that that's, that's going to go up. It, well, yeah. well, here's the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. The Washington football team <laughs> always plays Dallas tough in Dallas. Yeah. Not this year. But take not. take Washington. Take Washington. Feel bad oh, for I'll take that all day long. So one <laughs> of the things, you know, I was thinking about this Dallas. Um, the reason I think they can put this Parsons kid. This kid's a, a flat-out beast. I mean, they put him everywhere. And it's confusing defenses. And this guy... Have you watched him play this year? Yeah, he's, he's pushing Lyman back. He's running around Lyman. He's uh, knocking over... Running backs, it's like, I mean, and that's what is making the offenses nervous because he was a little sick this weekend or this past week, but he did enough to to scare that that poor line from the Giants, and they didn't have a chance. Yeah, he's an absolute beast. And then the game that really, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video. I know we can't pull it up, but the OC for the Bills just disintegrated <laughs> his tablet after they couldn't, uh, I think they had their cowboy moment. And ran out of time to kick a field goal. And uh, that was the only game this year I, I put money, a little money on. Yeah. And they dominated time of possession. 
they dominated the yardage and they lose the freaking game. That's that's a hard thing Open to, to that's world. a hard thing to do for an upstate New York football team to go down to the heat of Miami. That defense must have been gassed. Well, they had air conditioned benches. I don't know if they they went in there. They they came in a couple of days in advance, supposedly to acclimate to the heat. This is the Bills. And they had yeah. air-conditioned benches. You can't acclimate to the heat. I'm not acclimated to San Antonio in yeah. August. Humidity, yeah. heat, sun, they're not used to but that. But they did have air-conditioned benches. Well, you know what? They play twice a year, right? Yep. So Miami can march their ass up there in December and, and freeze. And get and get beat up. Yeah. And get beat up. So, baseball, we're going to get to our NFL picks here. We're 6-4 and four now. We've, we've tied. We're still ahead. And this is... With our spread, so that's pretty good. Yeah, we're better than 500. We're ready to move to Vegas. If you're betting with us, you're winning. Good point. Well, with the juice, we're probably about tied. <laughs> uh, well, we need a little bit. A little bit, actually. Yeah, so you want to talk about baseball? Yeah, Aaron Judge, man. Yeah, the Judge man. Wow. Here comes the Judge. Pretty cool story. You really know, cool you story. a little bit about that. Yeah, I just think it's, uh, it's great what he's doing because without the extra um, – <laughs> the extra he's still leading i think the second place person is 19 home runs behind yeah something like that oh that's incredible but he's also leading in all in all aspects of the triple crown he's gonna win the triple crown third yankee to do it it looks like yeah i mean i, I root for the guy i mean of course uh, i don't really like the yankees because uh the division that they're in but man uh i i think that this guy's got a wonderful wonderful career in baseball and i can't wait to just kind of Tag along with him and just watch him for the next what five years, six yeah. years. And did yeah. you see Maris's uh, kid was there? Yeah, he was, and he was actually sitting next to um, Judge's mom, which was pretty cool, man. And you can tell that's genuine versus where before, when Bonds and McGuire and Sosa were all doing it, there wasn't any kind of um, genuine feelings of happiness and positive there. This one's pretty good. I love watching this. Do, do you think it changed for Roger's son because he's a Yankee? Judge is a Yankee. Sure, a little, a little bit, yeah, a little sure. bit, yeah. yeah. What was amazing, so wa- watching that home run go out, the fan who had it bounce off his glove, <laughs> that was, I mean, I've never played in pressure situations. I've never I've never hit a five-foot putt for a $100 Nassau. <laughs> that guy lost out on a fair amount of money. He did. Yeah, not okay. as much as the next home run, but it's still going to be a nice little chunk of change. And apparently the bullpen coach who did pick it up and gave it back, Maybe facing divorce. <laughs> yeah, his wife was, <laughs> that was pretty cool to see. So we'll see on the next one what, what Drew's asking. That's a good question. What do you think is going to happen with the next one? Are they going to pitch it to the ball boy and have him run out of the stadium and hide somewhere in there? They're all going to meet at a safe house. I well, mean, this is going to be crazy. Yeah. The, the guy who caught Pujols' 700th, they immediately had like 12 security guys on him and 12 security guys escort him. Not not escort them off the property like we're kicking you Protect, out, but protect protecting. Them. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we always do that uh, base brawls. They, it could be an all-out brawl for that last ball. It could be. Yeah. It's gonna. I hope not. Hopefully, I, nobody will get hurt. I hope not. I I just hope it go it goes into the bullpen and we don't have to worry about this. That yeah. would be ideal. But even if I was a bullpen pitcher, I don't know if I could give it back. You have to. No, you don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I can see Drew just setting it up on eBay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a journeyman minor leaguer. Okay, I got my cup of tea with the Yankees, and I catch Judge's ball. And the next time you go to go to the plate Release to take me. an at-bat, you're getting beamed with a 95-hour fastball <laughs> to the chin. You know, I, 
Re- yeah. Release or trade me. I wouldn't even show back up at the state. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> what happened with Drew? Well, he cashed in on the ball. Yeah, there. he got He didn't get waived. He just quit. I I love the unwritten rules of baseball. I love the one pitcher who's like had his list on his ball cap, and he ticked off every player he ever got back at. And there was one player after he retired he never got back at. Saw him in an old old timers game, beamed him in the old timers game. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, I love Wrigley uh, fans. I think they're the ones that started the, the tradition of throwing the baseball home runs back on uh, the field. Oh no, one's throwing this baseball back. No, if, if, if it was at Wrigley. But no, no, I'm just talking about. You know, for a while that was the trend. If you if you caught a home run, throw it back on the field. Well, they if, if they hit it against your team, they throw balls back and they kill their population at an alarming rate. So yeah, Drew, does, does he come back as a Yankee next year, or does he go to the Mets? Oh, the Yankees will back up the truck. You know what? Maybe we should do a pizza on that. Really he's a Yankee. Yeah, he's, he's a Yankee next year. You think so? Yeah, he's a Yankee yeah. for life. Yeah. Okay. Go figure something out. He should be. He should be. You know what? Uh, guys like him, and I, I said this before, I don't know why they don't give them as part of the package minority piece of the franchise. You know, with that kind of money they make, give them – 10% stake in the franchise. At some point, I think we're going to get there. I, I think we're still dealing with the long tail of the, the old owner mentality, the pre-free agent mentality. And I think it's going to change. We have like three or four baseball teams that are up for sale right now. Yeah. It's We're going to have some new ownership in baseball. So we'll some, see. Some new blood, see what happens. Uh, speaking of new ownership, uh, you all know what the fastest growing sport in America is right now? I'm going to say pickleball because you're a big pickleball guy. It is. And just guess you just bought into one of the franchises. I'm going to say you. Yeah. I wish. I <laughs> 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 know that kind of money. LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron James. Really? LeBron. And a bunch of uh, athletes now are buying franchises. I was reading it here on this. What's, pic- what's pickleball? So pickleball is basically imagine playing table tennis. Okay. Uh, ping pong but you're playing it on your feet um, and the uh, table is actually the floor. Oh, so it's kind of like uh, badminton. It's kind of like, but with, kinda with like the... tennis, but with a ping pong angle. Okay. With the smaller paddles. A lot of fun. There's a really good George Carlin routine about ping pong and table tennis <laughs> and tennis and how they're described. I recommend it you to know, you. I don't, I don't think Carlin ever had a bad bit. Now, now like there's us. we've had some bad bits, but Carlin never. There was a there's a great documentary right now, two part documentary on HBO Max about Carlin. It's utterly fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. I, 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 that might get me to subscribe because I'm a huge Carlin fan. There we go. So I know I know you guys have a time commitment. We're on a time crunch. So you guys want to move into our picks for the week? Yeah, let's do the picks for the week. Okay. Inside the trivia for next. So our our primetime games, like we do every week. Yep. Our primetime game tonight. Tonight, if you're listening to this as you drive home on Thursday evening, your time your game on Prime Video tonight. Can't watch it anywhere else. So get that subscribe that streaming subscription. You have I, since- I refuse to capitulate. I will not. <laughs> Okay. You have Cincinnati hosting the Dolphins. Dolphins on a short week after that emotional win. You have the Bengals favored by three and a half. I guess they set Flacco and the Jets back to earth last week. Um, so here's the deal. I, I, 
Josh Allen lit up the Dolphins, but they put an enormous amount of pressure on him, and he made them pay with some great stats on paper, a la Kirk Cousins type scenario. Mm -hmm. But this year, I mean, this game, they are going to be in Burroughs' hip pocket all night long. Uh, What's the line? Three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. I was going to say 27-24 Dolphins, but I still think, I think the Dolphins, Dolphins 27-24, Bengals cover by half point. No, no, the the Bengals are favored by three and a half, so you're given three and a half if you're picking the Bengals. So the Dolphins, the Dolphins went out right. Okay. 27-24. Max, what do you think, man? I think it's going to be 28-27, but I think it's going to be Cincinnati. So you're picking Miami with the points? Yes. Cincinnati won't cover? I I'm kind of on Drew's side on this one. I I don't think it matters whether or not Tua and the two and on conspiracy gets behind getting him on the field. Two and nine can like uh, I I think they I, I think with Bridgewater playing, I think they're gonna be just as effective. I think I think the key is gonna be what does that pressure look like on Burroughs and what and what happens. And I think they're gonna bring the pressure. I'm a little worried about the short week. Um but if I'm going to have to bet money, I'm going to take Miami in the points. But everybody has a short week, and the tight end for the Bengals is out. Drew Sample, he was a good checkoff receiver last week. They don't have him. Like I said, they're going to put an ungodly amount of pressure on Burroughs. What we got next? So let me get to the – we have Kansas City at Tampa Bay. It's a good one. You know, get to the I think night. after that was even. Brady's lost by X amount of points, he's won every game after that. So it's Casey at home. No, they're playing in. Well, they're supposed to play in Tampa. They're playing. Yeah, they're supposed to play in Tampa. Their contingency is to go to Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Um, and uh, Tampa is actually favored by one in this game. Oh, okay. I'm gonna roll with Tampa. You gonna roll with Tampa? I like their defense. I think Brady's can. Put enough offense on the cover. So give me uh, Tampa. You want me to pick one. first, Max? I'm going with the Chiefs. I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I I don't like where Brady is right now statistically. It looks like he is falling off the cliff. I mean, he's still serviceable. He's very, very smart. But I don't – I the stat line is bad. This is basically a pick em game, and Kansas City needs to right that ship. So I'm I'm picking Mahomes, and I I love the promos that's, that NBC is putting forward on it. You know, old man, look at my life is the actual audio that they're putting underneath their their commercial for the Sunday night game. It may piss off Tom a little bit, but my God, does Tom look like he's 32? <laughs> he looks like a baby. Yeah, he does. I want his skincare regimen. Oh, <laughs> I want his diet regimen, his skincare, his wife. I want everything. You may be able to get his wife. Apparently, they're living separately. Yeah, I don't think I can afford her. I'd be writing bad checks. Oh, you'd be a kept man. Okay. And then we have the Monday night game. We have the L.A. Rams, who look like they're having a little bit of a problem, going on the road, going upstate to San Francisco. San Francisco is favored by one and a half in this game. I'd like San Francisco's defense to put uh, some pressure on the ever uh, turnover-ready Matt Stafford. So I'm going to – the serviceable Jimmy G will – have a couple fumbles, but luckily the offensive line will recover his three fumbles, and uh, one interception won't hurt him too bad. 
And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to stick it out one more game. I'm going to take the good-looking Jimmy G and the 49ers. And what's the line? One and a half. And I'll give the points. Wow. Well, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to I'm going to go with Drew on this one. I'm, I mean, I, I, I got to pick my 49ers. Um, Never bet with your heart. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I don't care. They're at home. They typically play the Rams really, really well. I mean, the, the NFC West really plays each other really, really well in general. Every time you leave your heart in San Francisco, you get burnt. <clears throat> Is that how that works? I think there was a song about that. I don't think it said anything about getting burned. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking about not getting burned, I better get to my appointment. Okay. Hey, folks, we had a great time. Again, uh, catch us on all those. What's all our options? Spotify, Google, Apple, the YouTube, and our website, which has a really, really bad URL. So you don't have to watch <laughs> us live. You can watch us or listen to us on a lot of different venues, okay? And we don't charge a doggone thing for it, unlike uh, Prime TV. Wow. Is that next week's Get Off My Lawn? It might be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we are out. <laughs>